0: For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scows and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scows and brust. For your sports talk fix every day from four to six is scows and brust. For your sports talk Every day from 4 to 6 It's Scalzo and Brust
1: Live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studios at Radio City This is Scalzo and Brust Presented by Brooklyn Brewery On 94.5 ESPN And
2: Wisconsin On Demand It's a party baby Woo It's a party baby
1: Across ESPN with Scotts, and he is Ben Bruss, Benny Bucks, big time Benny, Backdoor Benny, back from Fort Wayne, Benny, I'm Greg Scalzo, uh, Alex Stroff and Joshi DiMaggio running the show here across ESPN with Scotts, and you, the Scalzo and Bruss family, on Twitter, at Scalzo and Bruss, calling us, texting us, 800-990-3776, again, 800-990-3776, that the all-new, patented official Scalzo on Brust talk in Tech Slot. How was Fort Wayne, Benny? It was everything I hoped for
3: and more. I mean, Fort Wayne, Indiana is is the best place in the world. I, I give it a 10 out of 10 recommendation. Uh, it was beautiful. Uh, you can go on Twitter at Ben Brust.
1: You see a Josh, nice picture. Is this the same guy who said he was going to break up with Susie if she ever dragged him to that hellhole again? That's what I was going to ask. She's talking is, a pretty tough game. Is she listening? Is
0: that
3: why you're going with this? I, I have a feeling she's listening. Yeah, oh, yeah, I have a feeling. Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. No, I mean for real though. I mean it sucks. Like, real talk, <laughs> it, it sucks. I mean, it is exactly what I thought it was going to be. I got off the exit. There was an abandoned warehouse. There were like three strip clubs, like right off the highway. Uh, hotels that said vacancy twenty five dollars a
1: night. And I was like, all right, this
3: is uh, let's get me out of here.
1: Yes, Ben, you said that you would rather have uh, somebody torture you taking fingernail and toenail off one by one over the course of 36 <laughs> hours as opposed to go back to Fort Wayne, Indiana with your girlfriend, Susie. When, when, so I, I think that when did I say that? I think that underscores how much you hated that trip, uh, despite how much you may love, uh, love your Susie. Uh, how, how much time did that buy you in the relationship there? What, what I just did to start the show there? yeah well, I no, am saying what what you did in terms of going down to Fort Wayne, and as you said uh I don't it think it bought me going and liver, living in the uh, you don't think it bought you anything
3: no no because because she she she's convinced that it's a it's like this wonderful place and it, it it in her mind it probably is she went to college there, so it holds a special place in her heart but she she would take me to places and like it would, we'd go to this bar or this brewery and and in her mind it was like The five-star hotel in New York that we, that we you know, like would never be able to go to. And I would leave and I'd be like, well, what was that? And she like, she would just, you know what I mean? So in her head, it was like the best thing in the world. So I was experiencing the best thing in the
1: world, even though I wasn't. So I didn't, I didn't gain anything. Got it okay well that's interesting because you said that you would rather spend a week inside of a city dump trying to eat things that you found there on the ground as opposed to uh eat out at the places that you had to eat at at fort Wayne no and, no uh, no and, and i will give her credit and with the people there no i mean you could backtrack all of it. now i'm just curious what, what you communicated with her and i'm shocked that this didn't at least get you a few extra points no, uh, because I did go to this bar
3: called Peanuts, uh, and there was no Peanuts. It wasn't one of those places where you like eat peanuts and throw it on the ground. She said they're going to be the best wings that I've ever had. They were not the best wings I've ever had, but they were top five. I mean, they were absolutely delicious. But I will say my night at Peanuts ended with the bartender shooting a pepper spray gun, in which I didn't know there was such thing as a pepper spray gun, at a person uh, that was a patron, uh, a patron at the bar. And uh, that is how my night, my night ended in Fort Wayne. How did you think pepper spray worked?
1: I no, just, Josh. What are you doing right now? How do you run by Patron? <laughs> she was serving Patron. Have a new, don't we have
0: a new buzzer for this? But he answered the question. That was what I wanted. He he knew what it was. I thought I thought if he answered it correctly. No, I, like when I think of pepper spray, oh, I think I of gave, like I gave up the. Oh, I know what I'm doing wrong. I gave him the answer by telling him it was. I thought I thought Patron. He, yeah, I just thought I made a mistake. I I didn't quite hear it. I'm sorry. Joshi, are you okay? Is yeah. this is
3: this hungover Joshi in play no, right no, now?
0: I'm fine. I took the last. I took Saturday and Sunday off.
3: I'm back. Okay. I'm back to where I was. Right. It was touch and right. goal for a while. Greg, we back. didn't get a show sheet until like you know two thirty. It normally comes at eleven a.m. I, I, outbox issues or, or whatever he said.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I figured we he, we got bombarded with texts from Ben Brost all weekend, who just could not have been less happy in Fort Wayne, Indiana. <laughs> comparing the wings at Peanuts to the wings that you would find at the bottom of the trash can on a Badger game day Saturday. Um, And and now, I get it. You're walking it back. Susie, if you're listening, hello. I'm sure Ben had a fantastic time, but I think you owe Ben maybe one or two or three. If I got pushed over the
3: boat on the river that we were on, I think I might have just disintegrated. Like I, I would not have been able to come out of the lake alive or river or whatever it was. It was that brown. It was the grossest thing I've ever laid eyes on.
1: Well, it sounds like Ben had a nice time uh, on his <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers saga continues. Uh, not only does the Aaron Rodgers saga continue, the Bucks end up sweeping the Miami Heat, and it did have me thinking because Aaron Rodgers now is the one team that we know that he wants to continue to be connected to, or at least we believe, uh, in Wisconsin is the Milwaukee Bucks. Like he might be more associated with the Bucks at the you know in, in three months than he is with the Packers. Is he? Is a minority governor of the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, where will Aaron Rodgers win his next ring? Will it be with the Milwaukee Bucks? Will it be with the Packers? Will it be with another NFL team? On Twitter, at Scalzo and call us, Texas, 800 990 3776. Again, 800 990 3776. The Bucks, of course, famously just do whatever Ben Bross says is not going to happen. And uh, after game one of the, N- of, of the Series uh, against Miami. Ben Brost went on Sunday. Karma with Craig Carmisen across these very stations. He ripped the box. He ripped their fans, and he talked about how it doesn't matter. It's the first <laughs> round. They're not good enough to get there. What do you? Uh, did I mischaracterize? Where did I rip that? the fans? You repeatedly said I listened oh, to that show It's yeah, only right. game one You're celebrating it Like it yeah. was the, You won the NBA Finals you're, yes, right. you're right You said it was embarrassing I may mischaracterize Some of the things you say But I did not In that instance No
3: not that instance But you know I mean here's the thing When Craig asked me On that Sunday Karma day If the Bucks would win The series against the Heat I did say yes But ultimately They are not going to win The NBA championship So thus uh, Aaron Rodgers Will not be winning a ring With the Milwaukee Bucks Anytime soon He's not going to be winning one with the Green Bay Packers anytime soon or ever. I will say that Aaron Rodgers will never win a Super Bowl with the Green Bay Packers ever again. The best chance is that he wins a Super Bowl ring elsewhere. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I what what's it, so
0: freaking funny? It, it seems like he ran away from the Bucks question real fast. Uh, no, I mean let's let's take, go, like, is we go back. Is that on purpose, and,
1: Greg? No, we can go I, back into it. Might it might have <laughs> been, but that's okay. It's all right. We, he's Benny Bucks. Benny Bucks is on the Bucks side when it looks like they'll do great, and that's when they lose. And then Bunny Bucks is against the Bucks when they don't look good, <laughs> and that's when they win. It seemingly happens every postseason where you just can't match the take up with what is going to happen.
3: Well, I mean, if you they're not going to beat the Nets, so. So if you're if you're uh, Benny Buck says they are not going to win the series against the Nets. So if that means they do opposite of what I say, like the past has proven, then let's start the celebration now.
0: I've saved that one for uh, future use on the show. I've just never in case. seen you
3: move so fast after I said <laughs> something on this show. So you could bring that up at some point. And here's the thing: if the Bucks don't win this series, I will never hear that sound ever no. again. Nope.
1: Yeah, I think the Bucs have a uh, good opportunity to win this. I mean, the idea that Aaron Rodgers will get traded to another team, he's not going to get traded to another team and win the Super Bowl this year. So, oh, is so, that the so question? Now, no. Okay, okay. Just, I'm just making sure I didn't say it wrong. Line? So you're saying not only will the Bucs be able to win a Super Bowl this year, or uh, an NBA championship this year, you won't even trust the Bucks to win an NBA championship next season. That is correct. You... Put Aaron Rodgers on a fake team that we don't even know what it is yet, and you're choosing the unknown over a team that has a two-time MVP in the NBA and a team that has been knocking at the door of a championship over the past few years, which is fascinating to me because I actually would go the exact opposite. I would say the most likely thing is he wins his next uh, ring with the Bucks as a minority governor. Then it's most likely he wins a Super Bowl with the Packers. Then it's most likely he wins a Super Bowl with a NFL. NFL team not named the Green Bay Packers. 800 I love when we're on the same team. Again, 800 We'll get to your uh, text here shortly. We'll also open up the phone lines. Uh, if you want to get involved as part of the Scalzo and Brust family, you could also chime in on Twitter at Scalzo and Brust.
3: Joshie, what are you gonna do? Cause I mean, Greg and I are completely opposite here. I I I stand by this. This is one take that I will not be flip flopping. You can mark that as well, Josh.
0: I I agree with Greg with it being the Bucks first, but I flip flopped the second and three, the second and third one. I think it's with another team and then with the Packers because I just think it's so toxic. Even if Aaron Rodgers does play with them again, I just can't see it going well.
1: 800-990-3776, again, 800 I'll tell you why. I would take the Bucks, and then I would take Aaron Rodgers playing for the Packers, because I don't know if he's going to get an opportunity to play anywhere else. That's next on Scalzo and Brust.
2: You're listening to
3: Scalzo and Brust. Have you ever been in a bookstore? I mean, I think I've been to Barnes and Noble, like to like pick out a book for like somebody for Christmas. What, Josh? Is that- Have you
0: ever been in a
3: bookstore, <laughs> like any ever at all? <laughs> yes. Could you rent stuff from like a Barnes and Noble? I don't think so.
2: Yeah. Then, then I'm not thinking of the same spot. No. That's that's probably the library. <laughs> Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin on Demand.
1: Presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN, Wisconsin. He is Betty Bucks, big time Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Josh DiMaggio running the show, and you, the Scalzo and Brust family, on Twitter. At Scalzo and Brust calling is texting us, 800-990-3776. Garrett in New Berlin trying to help you out, Ben. He says, say it like patron. Patron. Patron, there you go. Not
3: patron, not patron, patron. Correct. Thank you, Garrett.
1: On Twitter, at Scalzo we ask, where is Aaron Rodgers most likely going to get his next championship ring from? Is it as minority governor of the Bucks, Packers quarterback, or the quarterback of another NFL team right now? Packers quarterback at 55%, governor of the Bucks at 26%, another NFL team at 19%. 800-990-3776. Let's go to Kerry in Port Washington. carry welcome to Scalzone, Russ.
2: okay hey, how are you guys doing?
1: Doing
3: great. Happy Tuesday.
2: Hey, I know how to take care of this Packer crisis, and here's a little bit of Packer humor. I think um, after Goody and and Rogers goes ahead and uh, takes takes in a little bit of the blue chew, they can have a tug-of-war, and whoever wins... Wins their boat. How's that? Uh, I like
3: it. I don't. I don't. Uh, How do you like that? I mean, I I like it. I'm speechless.
1: At oh, this is very subtle. subtle.
2: Oh, this is Tug very of subtle.
1: War. Tug of war. What do you mean?
2: Tug of war. A sword yeah. fight? Uh, uh, well, you know what Bluechew is used for, right? Y-
3: yes. <laughs> I I wanted you to go to Bluechew.com. Use the promo code BRUST to receive your first free. <laughs> I know exactly what it does. See? Uh, that's why I thought it just turns you, you from good to great. Uh, good to great is also part of the benefits of Blue Chew. Um, I just now have Josh is really upset now. I, I'm not upset. I'm just Uh-oh. worried where this is going to go. What, Josh? no, no. It, it,
2: it's just humor now. Come on.
3: Yeah, it's just humor, Josh. Have a sense of humor, damn it. Who
1: do you think would win, Terry? Who would win the tug of war?
2: Um, at this point in time, I think it's going to be Rogers. I really do.
3: What does that mean? I
2: think he, I think he will be coming back. I really do. Um, And it's not gonna be for the sake of the money, but you know, there's got to be a little bit of pride in him though too. I would think. So, you know, let let's see what happens.
1: I hope you're right. Thank, you I thank you for the for call, call carry 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. The number two get into the show. Uh, and the majority of the Scalzo and Russ family thinks the next championship ring for Aaron Rodgers will come as quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Ian Rappaport appeared earlier today on the Pat McAfee Show. He talked about how he doesn't see a good chance of Aaron Rodgers getting traded.
4: I don't feel like it's a very good chance he gets traded at all. Um, I mean, if you're going to do it, which again I don't think they will, you would have done it before the draft just to make sure you're set. And and you know the most, the best value for draft picks is when you're about to when you're about to use them. Like if someone trades for a one next year's draft, like that's great, but you're not going to see it for a full year. So like congratulations, but you know it's there's not a lot of the, there's not the instant gratification you get from doing a deal right before this draft.
1: That Ian Rappaport again from the Pat McAfee Show talking about how he does not see Aaron Rodgers being traded uh, any time soon. So Ben Bruss, when you were asked, you uh, don't believe in the Bucks, so we'll throw that answer aside. But what's more likely Aaron Rodgers wins a championship ring with the Packers or another NFL team, knowing that it seems unlikely that Aaron Rodgers will be traded, do you just believe that if Aaron Rodgers returns to the Packers, he won't even they, they won't even win with him this year? I just think it's... it's- it's, it's
3: hard for me as a competitor and, and 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 even outside of the competitor thing Aaron Rodgers hates Brian Gutekunst so much that if he's back he says he loves his teammates. He says he loves the coaching staff, but he hates Brian Gutekunst. It's hard for me to imagine a competitor like Aaron Rodgers and someone who's been so petty in this whole situation when it come when push comes to shove, he's going to be in that organization knowing that his success is tied to Brian Gutekunst. I'm not saying he's going to not try, but I'm going to I will say it will affect him mentally. It's just hard for for him to be like, "Yeah, I, I'm all in for everything." You have to be all in for your organization for your teammates for your coaches for it to all come together in my opinion he hates him so much it would be hard for me to see him succeed with Brian Gudekunst. cuz cuz if if Aaron plays it's almost if Brian Gudukunst won and i think Aaron hates him so much he does not want him to win at anything
1: 800 Garrett in New Berlin chimes in. Rhett says, remember when Favre demanded a trade in 2007 because we didn't get Randy Moss? That season was one of the most memorable in recent Packers history. That's memorable. Was it a Super Bowl? No, but they should have been. I mean they ended up losing the NFC championship game to the uh, to the New York Giants, uh, but they were very good that year, and so it 's interesting that you go there. see, I understand what you 're saying. But I think that it, I would agree with you more if it was the coach that he hated. I think you can build enough of a barrier between the locker room, the players and coaches in the front office. It's not like Goody's walking through the locker room slapping guys on the ass after a win. You know, like, like he's just not. So, like, you could almost build a barrier Not there, any tug of wars in the locker room or anything. And pull and pull a little major league, you know, where it's like, hey, we're not going to win because of them. We're going to win in spite of them. And I think that with Matt LaFleur's relationship with Rodgers, the team, how it's grown together, I could see them playing this out to be, we're not doing this for Goody, we're doing this to show Goody he was an idiot forever trying to move on from Aaron Rodgers. And I do think there's a way that the team could sort of rally around that, but Goody would certainly have to take a little bit of a beating in the public sphere and be okay with that. I think in order for Rogers to be in the right headspace, um, in order for that to occur. But I don't. It's not to me as big of a deal as when Rogers clearly wanted Mike McCarthy out. If it's Goody, it just it's one layer removed, and it makes me feel that much more confident that if he does return, despite his dislike or his hatred for Goody they could still make something work and produce some winning football
3: the the only reason why i think it's more than that is cuz it's is it's the main reason why we're even here it's the main reason why we're even at the point of is aaron rodgers going to be, uh, like, it, are they going to trade him? Are they not? Like, we're like we're here because training camp is coming. So it's because of Brian Gutekunst
1: that we're here. It's not because but, of those guys. But to Rhett's point, like, this happened before. Favre demanded a trade, and then they went on and they had a really good season. Not, not just with that. You could look at the Patriots at the end of Tom Brady's career when everybody knew he was upset and he wanted out, and they still made it work, and he won a Super Bowl with a head coach slash GM they didn't want to play for anymore. So I get what you're saying uh i just i just like you think Rodgers is going to come in and give it eighty percent? Because I don't see it. Well, I'm just saying Tom Brady
3: had 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 seen the blueprint of like I'll I'll suffer and struggle if I know I have a, a real opportunity of winning a Super Bowl. And Aaron's head maybe it's I don't have a real opportunity here either. It, I'm not saying that's true or not, but it's easier for Tom Brady to be like, yeah, I'll come back and suffer and not have a great relationship um, with my
1: coach and everything. But I know because he's that much more confident in his ability to win Super Bowl. Versus in the the organization's ability because they've proven it. Yeah, but but again, that's where I think that layer between management and coaches exists. During the off season, it's all tethered together. Once you get in the season, like they're not—they don't care what's happening two floors above them. Where twelve sixty-five
3: Lombardi Avenue. I was way too slow there.
1: Uh like like that like that's I it maybe again, we're all prognosticating here. There isn't a right answer, there isn't a wrong answer. I would just hope that there's enough of a buffer there that like that's Matt LaFleur. If Matt LaFleur can't figure out a way to get his team to buy in, even if Rogers is mad at the GM, then LaFleur's not the head coach that we all think he is right now. That to me is one hundred percent entirely dependent on how good of a coach, how good of a manager uh uh Matt LaFleur is, and knowing how close that team is. They believe in each other. They believe in their ability to win a Super Bowl. It's why Rodgers would come back in the first place. So what if he hates the guy who's signing the contracts in the offseason? You guys both have your hands up right now. Who, who do, who's going to win this battle? I'll see the Florida
3: <laughs> laughter over Is
1: there. Josh, he just puts you in a box.
3: No, I too bad. I've, he's in a box you know, running our <laughs> show. I at least wanted to give him a chance to speak. Could Aaron Rodgers be so
0: bitter, That's and could r- the fact that he wants – That he believes he can win a Super Bowl be enough for him to not want to do it in Green Bay. The fact that he thinks he could do it, possibly, that he would try and, because he doesn't like Goody, he doesn't like Mark Murphy, he doesn't like the way the franchise has run, is there enough there, or would teammates and stuff overweigh that, outweigh no,
1: that. No, I think that's an entirely different conversation, right? Like, you're saying, like, would he just leave? Like, I think, yes, I think if he comes back, I feel like he's going to give it his all because he understands the legacy and everything that's on the line for him. But could he just be like, yeah, I'd rather give up $30 million and potentially, and again, I don't think it's the, to- the money that he would worry about, it's the time. Would he yeah. rather miss a, a half of a season, potentially a full season in his late 30s because he hates the those guys so much that to me is the biggest question and like i i don't have the answer to that if i did i'd put a lot of money on some vegas futures but um that that to me is is an interesting thought i hope not right i mean he, you're talking about a guy you might have three or four years left in his career is he willing to give up 25 percent of what's left in his career one of three or one of four shots he has to win another super bowl because this guy brian gutekunst like is in his head like, is he that mentally fragile?
3: I mean, yes. Uh, ultimately, like, again, that's why we're here, because of hurt feelings, as you would say, because he's upset about the way Brian Gutekunst handled the Jordan Love pick and didn't communicate different things. And dare I say, let go of Jake Kumaro got him upset. So, yeah, if, that, if that's one of the straws that broke the camel's back, then, yeah, maybe he is
1: fragile enough to have that affect him. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six again. 800-990-3776. nine zero thirty seven seventy six. We'll go to the Scalzo and Bros pad, the official talk and text line. Z and the D, Zach in the Dales, and the Dells. Happy Tuesday. Tuesday. Hey guys.
3: Hey. So good to
5: hear from you, Z in the D.
3: Yeah, you got you got to get back into uh, into your game here and getting rhythm with those Happy Tuesdays. Oh,
5: I'm sorry. Ever since you switched numbers. I feel like everything is on top of the line here. Everything's so fast. Where when you have the ESPN mass number, it was a, d- a delay of one to two seconds. You gotta understand that. It's like how when you sing karaoke, sometimes <laughs> if it's the music, the song, the lyrics is a little slower Look, this, is, this
3: is not an excuse-based show. This is the Scalzo and Bruss family. We're just going to cause it as we see it, Zach. You can do better. You know that.
5: All right. I know. That, that was probably a like 6.2 out of 10. There we
3: go. We're going to get a 7-plus next call.
5: Okay, sounds good. Um, so the options for Aaron Rodgers to win another ring is governor-owner of the uh, Box, a Packer player, or a player on another team, right? <laughs>
3: that is our scout. Yep. Twitter poll, yes.
5: All right, I think there should be a fourth or a fifth option. I think he could win as either a coach or a GM.
1: <laughs> so we're just skipping over the rest of his career? No, I mean that's fair. So you don't think the Bucks are going to win a championship anytime soon? And you don't think Aaron Rodgers will win another one when he's not dragged there by Charles Woodson? He won't win another championship in his career. And now all of a sudden you're talking about uh, him not winning one until he's. A- you really think he would ever want to be a coach? I was just or a say, Zach, if, if there's any player in the NFL that
3: wants nothing to do with football post football playing career, does Aaron Rodgers not scream that guy?
5: I... Screams a little bit, but if you really wanted to get back at someone and show Goody that he's an idiot, he'd be like, I can do your job ten times better, and he can actually just do it for like three to five years, get on the right team that actually wants to listen to him. Because we all know Aaron Rodgers is a pretty darn smart player. He's a pretty, he knows the X's and O's. He knows personnel. He knows what he wants and how to get it. Um, I think he would actually be a good general manager. I think he would be like a John Lynch kind of guy where he's not going to take any rubbish and he's going to do his job pretty well.
1: Thank you for for the call. call. Jake Kumaro would be the number two wide receiver on the Packers (laughs) right now if Aaron Rodgers was the GM. Yeah, I
3: mean, look, I'll go back to this. He ain't being a coach, and he's not being a general manager. Although I like the thought process of Aaron Rodgers being petty enough to try and take Brian Gutekunst's job. But like, what if what if what if he went for the job? Like in, after his career, Gutekunst fails, and he puts his name in, gets the job, and leaves. See, no, he would never want to do that. He wants he's, he's rolling up and smoking right now. He says
0: yeah, it every rolling, day. It...
1: It's all he wants. R- Rod in the key chimes in, says Aaron Rodgers' next uh, championship ring will come in a movie. And Tony Smith, host of Homer and Tony, uh, weekdays two to four on ninety four five ESPN Milwaukee, says Benny brings up a good point. It's just looking for a little positive there for you, Benny. Uh, Aaron, Aaron, <laughs> Aaron would hate to win. A, no, he said Aaron would hate to win a Super Bowl for Green Bay and have Brian Gutekunst get a title on his resume. And I get that. But is he really willing to hurt himself to hurt Goody? Like, Goody's that far inside of his head. Aaron Rodgers is that mentally weak that he is willing to make himself less happy, l- ruin his legacy more, just so that Goody doesn't get something on his resume?
3: Greg, who's in whose pocket more right now? We talk about putting people in people's pocket, like when you own them. Who's in whose pocket more? Is Brian Gutekunst Kud- have Aaron in his pocket, or
1: does Aaron have Brian in his pocket? I mean, right now, Aaron is fully, firmly in Brian Gutekunst's pocket. <laughs> but that could change if, if Rogers leaves and Jordan Love Stinks and then Goody ends up getting fired and, and Rogers has wins no elsewhere. Pockets. Then all of a sudden, uh, Goody will be living firmly in Aaron Rodgers' pocket. But yes, yeah, it stands right now. like Goody's not bothered by Rodgers. Goody is... Bryson DeChambeau walking by Brooks Kepka and Aaron is Brooks Kepka just being bothered by his presence. Spot on. Spot on. Can we make a meme like that? Yes. Is that, is that what we call him? We just had Zach, our
3: official unofficial Zach uh, graphic designer. He can make a meme of that. Zach, I want one
1: of those uh, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau memes with Aaron Rodgers on on, uh, Kepka and Goody on Deshamba. One or zero's next on Scalzo and Brust.
2: You're listening to Scalzo and Brust. Stop!
1: Oh, well, wiggle with it. Yeah, stop! Oh, well, wiggle with it, wiggle with it. Three, six,
3: nine. And I just don't want to swear right now... Give it to me one more time. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. Get low. low. To the window. To To the
2: wall. Subscribe and listen to full show podcasts available free on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs)
1: Where will Aaron Rodgers win his next championship ring? Will it be as the governor, formerly known as owner, of the Milwaukee Bucks, as he owns a minority share? I can still say owns a minority share, even though he's a governor, right? Or do I say he governs a minority share, Josh? That
0: I don't know.
1: I think it's I think you could say he owns a minority share of the Bucks. He is a minority <laughs> governor. That sounds
3: I, it, correct to me, and I, I know I know how to you know, speak as, as this. Sorry, kind of Ben, guy. I didn't
1: mean that, but you know, Josh is our, our hall monitor. <laughs> he He's is, hall monitor he show. is, but you I can think, also lean because
0: on me. It, that is a technically correct thing. That is the, the, the you, there is a minority ownership in the team. Like he literally does, have a piece of the team, but they are considered governors, but I think if you say it the right way, I don't know. All
1: right. Nice and smooth, guys. <laughs> uh, as governor of the Bucks, 28% of you think that's where he gets his next ring. As quarterback of the Packers, 52% of you say that's where he gets his next championship ring uh, in last... And least another NFL team's quarterback. Twenty-one percent of you think that's where Aaron Rodgers will get his next championship ring. Keep the votes coming on Twitter at Scalzo and Bros. Call us, text us eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. It's Scalzo and Bros. Presented by Brooklyn Brewery, and it's time for a little one or zero. Are you a one or a zero? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Are you a yes or a no?
2: There's no such thing as a gray area. Life is binary. It's just a one or a zero.
1: He is Ben Brost. I'm Greg Scalzo. We're your contestants for one or zero. Joshi DiMaggio is your host. He asks us a question. We say one for yes, zero for no. There is no gray area. Joshi, take it away.
0: The Milwaukee Bucks swept the Miami Heat over the weekend. One or zero. Sweeping the Heat this year makes up for last year's embarrassing exit
3: zero again it was the first round of the nba playoffs this was a team last year the milwaukee bucks that had the best odds to win the nba championship the entire thing and so again we're gonna be like oh it's okay you beat the heat this year you moved on for the first round it, that makes up for everything no you lost when you had the best odds last year. Ooh, it was the Eastern Conference Finals they made it to the year before, which had their best opportunity if they get by Toronto with all the injuries that Golden State had to actually win an NBA championship. And now we're talking about having to potentially beat the most talented team in the NBA this year? Like, what do I know? It doesn't make up for last year. Beat the Nets. In the, like, it, Forget last year. Nothing makes up for last year. You blew it. Beat the Nets, and that will mean something.
1: Uh, and then once it's beat the Nets, Josh, yep. we know how it goes: beat Philly, yep. and then once it's beat Philly, it's go ahead and beat the Lakers, and uh, it's uh, it is a yeah. Wins. That's I how winning once... a championship works. No, I know, but then just say win the championship because you're you just, you're like <laughs> win prove the it championship. To me. There we go. That's what you mean. Um, I tend to agree with Ben. It doesn't erase last year. Last year was such an atrocity. They played horribly. It was the bubble, and I do think that there were certain qualities that you had to have inside of that bubble to win, and last year's Milwaukee Bucks team didn't have that element of toughness, resiliency, resiliency. That they need it, and the bu- and, and, and the Heat did. Um, this doesn't make up for it, but it sure as hell feels great, doesn't it? And it sure as hell should make Bucks fans very confident uh, going forward, even against a team like the Nets. So I think the Bucks win in six.
0: That that I mark his
3: mark his take, please. No. No, he
0: gets I'll bring, i Actually, I will in case he's right. And then we can we can have Greg is right celebration. I feel
1: good. I, look, I've been... I, oh, I love Greg is right celebrations. Uh, I've been anti-Mets <laughs> for the last month or so. I just don't think... There is good once, once you get into the playoffs, uh, as a lot of other folks do. We're going to learn nothing about this Nets team against the Celtics because the Celtics are beat up and they gave up halfway through the year. The Nets don't play defense, the Bucs play great defense. I, I, I like the Bucs in that matchup. Yes, 1 or
0: 0. The Bucks are better this year than they were the past two years.
3: Yes. <laughs> what was that yes?
0: I'm I gonna... was going to say something, and then it didn't make sense to the point that Greg had just made, so I moved past
3: it. I just didn't know what to say. I'm going to go with one here. They are better than they've been the last two years. The addition of Drew Holiday, the calming presence that he does bring them at that point guard position. They have an element of toughness, too. Greg, you hit on this in the bubble. They lacked physicality and enforcers and edge and attitude and they have some guys on this team and PJ Tucker and like Bobby Portis. Bobby who, Portis! They, they bring that. They do. And that is necessary. My concern will always be Giannis.
1: Uh, I'll agree with everything Ben said short of my concern will be Giannis because I think what's interesting is he doesn't have to be the guy and the more he understands he doesn't have to be the guy the better off this team will be and if he can really play lockdown defense against that Nets team who we all presume is going to win tonight right in, in advance um, then like that's enough like he, he's the best defensive player in the world do that Giannis and all will be good but yes this is the best team that they
0: have The Green Bay Packers reportedly do not believe that Aaron Rodgers will elect to sit out if he isn't traded. One or zero? Stubbornness is one of Aaron Rodgers' strongest qualities. I mean,
3: it's one. It's how we're here. I I mean, like, like I feel like I've talked the last three months about Aaron Rodgers and his stubbornness, and so like, do I should I do it all again? How do I fit three months? in 10 seconds. I guess that's my job, but I failed to do it right there. Greg, take it away. <laughs> you didn't even try to do nope. it
1: right there. You just literally talked about it and then got scared of the task. Yes, yeah, stubbornness is, is one. It's one of his greatest qualities. Uh, is it a positive quality, is it a negative quality? I think that can be argued, but I I don't think that anyone can argue that Aaron Rodgers is, is, has stubbornness and spades. Right? right, right, right? He is an extremely stubborn individual. And you saw in terms of the grudges that he holds still to this day uh, from the NFL draft. uh, You've seen it in terms of his relationship with his family and different family members that he has. Uh, You see it in his refusal to ever make up with Ryan Braun, who at one point was his best friend, but he felt lied to. Um, like, you've heard about it from past relationships with Olivia Munn, Danica Patrick have talked about him, He is a stubborn guy. He can be a difficult guy and he is very, uh, he, he's very, he sticks to his convictions and, and I don't think that he changes his mind very often. Um, and there's a little bit of emperor wears no clothes sort of deal and as soon as you tell him he's naked, he's just going to cut you out and keep living his life. So, um, Ben, you might not have gotten the emperor's no clothes sort of deal, but I think you, you tracked along with, uh, with, with how I handled the rest of the stubbornness.
3: People. And that- my friends is why sometimes I cede the floor to Greg because he's just gonna crush it way better than I would. <laughs> See th- that
0: <laughs> not when it's just a lack of effort on your part though. You just have yeah, with Josh here. <laughs> no. The
3: compliment helps but No <laughs> oh, Greg, you, you did great and I, I figured why why do bad if you can do great because it's Scalzo and now, brust. We're,
0: now we're back to the effort thing. But Greg hinted at this one. One or zero stubbornness is a good quality to have
3: ha huh. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one if you <laughs> I I use all my stubbornness for great things, right? Like, I mean, you guys could speak to that
1: now I'm, I'm a zero here and i am a very stubborn individual but I, I i admire people who are willing to uh embrace change and change their minds and be more open-minded um even when they think they're right and i think it's something that aaron rodgers like the idea you know how stubborn aaron rodgers is Joshi we're still hearing about jake coomer out two years after everybody realized <laughs> it was the right decision like the guy can't stay on a practice squad in the nfl we're still hearing about how they cut Jake Kumara, who we like. Like, you cannot be more stubborn than having the world prove to you that you're wrong and still be like, yeah, but I would have been right. Like, and, and he's still staying with it. So, uh, I think. What's ironic is that his stubbornness is putting him in a position where he won't accept the stubbornness of the Green Bay Packers because his biggest issue with the Packers is their refusal to change or evolve the way they do things. And his stubbornness about that is actually at the root of this issue. It's a stubborn-off right now between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. Who's
3: more stubborn, Josh, Greg or me? Uh, Greg.
0: Yeah, Greg for sure. It did not is that just
3: because I'm right more
0: often? Yeah, here it is. <laughs> here we go. Well, that may play a part into it. I See, the thing with stubbornness, I think it could be good and bad. Because if you're stubborn and you were right the whole time, like, yeah, thank you for being stubborn. But the stubborn person who's
1: dead wrong, that's not great.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's Greg right there. <laughs>
1: Twitter at Scalzo and Brust that's how you the Scalzo and Brust family can get involved in the show where's Aaron Rodgers most likely going to get his next championship ring governor of the Bucks Packers quarterback quarterback of another team in the NFL we'll keep talking Aaron Rodgers next on Scalzo and Brust you're
3: listening to Scalzo and Brust. Is it because I went too deep into poetry?
1: <laughs> yeah. I would have been done with it if you just said yes at the beginning of it. 800-990-3776. 990 3776 i actually mad at Ben Brust. They cannot even look at his dumb face right now in this video.
2: <laughs> Stream live and listen anytime on your time on Wisconsin On Demand.
1: is presented by Brooklyn Brewery across ESPN Wisconsin. Flavorful beer for flavorful people. He is Ben Brust. I'm Greg Scalzo. Alex Strofe, Josh Yamashita running the show across ESPN with Scott and you. The Scallions Ombreus family on Twitter at and bruss, calling us, texting us 800-990-3776. Uh, Benny, I enjoyed myself some summer ales over the weekend as the weather started to get warmer after it was miserable last week. But I cannot get over how good Brooklyn Brewery is.
3: Summer's here. If you don't go pick up some Brooklyn Brewery in Madison at Steve's, you got High V, you got Total Wine Woodman's in Milwaukee. You Count kind of Liquor, Piggly Wiggly, stop on in. Yeah, Woodman's here too, Milwaukee. Stop on in. Get some summer ales. Joshy DiMaggio, if you missed it, on Twitter, at ScalzoneBrust, on TikTok, at ScalzoneBrust, show just how good and smooth Brooklyn Brewery Summer Ale is. It's all over our social media. Go get some. Summer's here. The weather's turning. You don't have to put on a jacket anymore. Go walk to that store, pick up some Brooklyn Brewery, and enjoy some delicious beer, because you are flavorful. Flavorful beer for flavorful people.
1: On Twitter at Scalzo and Bruss, we asked the question with Aaron Rodgers once again taking over headlines this morning. Uh, where is Aaron Rodgers going to win his next championship ring? Is it as the Governor of the Bucks, of course, he has a minor, uh, minority stake in the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, is it as Packers quarterback or quarterback of another NFL team? Uh, Packers quarterback leading the way, fifty-three percent. Governor of the Bucks at twenty-six percent. Another NFL team's quarterback at twenty-one percent. Ian Rappaport earlier today on the Pat McAfee Show talked about how uh, he didn't anticipate the Packers to be uh, to be engaging in any trade talks.
4: I don't see it more as calling his bluff. I see it more as they are trying to work something out and nothing matters until they do. So, like, they know he's not going to show up. I don't, you know, will they fine him for missing minicamp? Like, maybe. But then if he signs a new deal and this thing gets handled, they'll probably end up giving that money back and baking it into a contract anyway. So, I think it's more they're, they're trying to make this right rather than calling his bluff.
1: Ben Brust, does that make you feel better or worse about this situation that the Packers find themselves in with Aaron Rodgers? Worse, because the Packers are lying to themselves. I, I
3: watched Aaron Rodgers talk to Kenny Mayne on his final sports Center. and Aaron Rodgers
1: talked not about not live, but you did watch it back.
3: Uh, sure, if you want to, if you want to qualify that, I caught some clips did you on ever Twitter. Watch
1: the full thing. Did you was ever it, watch the Was it released?
3: Thing? Was the full thing released? Oh yeah. Uh, the answer is no to that, but I did watch enough bits and pieces from the Kenny Mayne mm-hmm. Sports Center with Aaron Rodgers to know that when Aaron Rodgers talked about the Green Bay Packers in that interview, he talked about how like like he there's clearly a disconnect from what Aaron Rodgers wants from the Green Bay Packers organization. So Ian Rappaport, who's saying they're they're not trying to call his bluff. They're trying to work things out. To me, Aaron Rodgers is not a guy right now who's looking to work things out. He's not happy. He doesn't like Brian Gutekunst. I can't imagine like they're they're just going to all of a sudden snap the fingers over the next month and like everything's going to be better. It's not
1: up to Aaron though. That's the difference. Is you're saying he's not somebody who wants to engage it. It's not up to him. He can never play football over the next three years again and have no say in it because he signed a contract with Packers and the Packers will retain his rights even if he retires. But what I'm saying is that clip to me sounds like the Packers and Aaron, like the are
3: the Packers are trying to take the approach of trying to work with Aaron Rodgers and trying to find common ground. I just don't think there is common ground to be found, and so it's we're gonna keep doing the tug of war. Or to the point where it's gonna, we're gonna see if the, I. I think it is more of like a, of you got to call the bluff because I don't think he wants to work with the Packers.
1: But but I think their point, his point was they don't. He doesn't want to call. It's not calling a bluff. Because the Packers are willing to back it up. Like, the Packers are willing to give him more of a commitment. But I agree with what you're saying in, in general. Like, yeah, they are. They're saying, hey, look, he's mad at us now. Can that change between now and the season? Because what we're going to get in return between now and then, uh, is it worth it for us to go ahead and move him as it is? Josh, what I want to know from you, have you ever seen anybody work so hard and not working as Ben Bros? Like, the <laughs> amount of lengths it <laughs> would go to find all the clips he wants to watch from that Sports Center interview would take more time. Than just watching that thing from start to finish.
0: It it was, it's so hard to figure out because he'll see. turn on a YouTube video and watch the entire thing of of his if his streamers. But when it comes to something where
3: he's being paid to watch, he's like, no, nah, no, thanks. But that's the thing. All I needed to see was the part where in which Aaron Rodgers talked about the Green Bay Packers. Why, why watch the whole thing when I can just be efficient? I call it efficient, not lazy.
1: No, you don't. You're lazy. You've called it lazy here before. I don't know who you think you're tricking right now. Well, One uh, time,
3: one time, Frank Kaminsky and I, we convinced ourselves that we're not lazy, we're just efficient. So I've been going with that one for my whole life.
1: He's in the Josh, NBA, can you, I'm can not. You, Josh, can you give him a round of applause for that funny anecdote that definitely needed to be told on the show? I feel like I'm talking to a 13-year-old cousin right now, telling me what <laughs> him and his friends came up with. 800 Whoa! 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 I don't even know where thirteen yeah, came from. 13? Where's thirteen ever came from in any number? Because it was stuck in my head because I just called you a thirteen-year-old. Ah.
2: Eight
1: hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six again. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. Caller number six. Are you smarter than Ben Brost? If you think you're smarter than this guy, Benny Brost, Big Ben, Benny Bucks, a Benny water bottle, Benny. Back from Fort Wayne. Back from Fort Wayne, 800-990-3776. Thanks, Ben. Uh, if you think you're smarter than Ben Brust, you have a chance to win a $50 gift card, 800-990-3776. All you have to do is be caller number six. Then you got 15 questions to answer in 90 seconds against Ben Brust. 800-990-3776. Get more correct answers. You want a $50 gift card. Are you smarter than Ben Brust? Next on Scalzo and Brost.